Welcome to Cashflow Diary, a podcast where we discuss business, money, real estate, and the sharing economy. As a full-time real estate investor, entrepreneur, and all-around problem solver, I have had the privilege of developing individuals into powerful business owners. And today, the focus turns towards you. Our mission is to help you build your real estate empire by leveraging strategies to grow yourself, your mind, and your wallet. Let's get started. I'm starting to learn this lesson the hard way of trying to get have the cleaners do the linen and they don't know how to do linen. Yeah, um, don't I? Well, so do you bring starting them? to learn that lesson? Yeah. Uh, so they come. I think it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or it's, it's either Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or it's Wednesday, Friday. Okay. So yeah, we do multiple pickups uh, because well, <laughs> we have to. <laughs> so we do multiple pickups and then they drop off. That's it. They just pick up and drop off same location. That's all. But two to three times. Okay, so you put all the dirty stuff in, in a location outside the unit for them to pick it up, and then they drop it off outside the unit. Right. Well. Exactly. That's why you have to have the centralized storage, and that's why I've always said you want your storage outside the unit because otherwise you got problems. Uh, you're going to become inefficient and it's going to take up more time and or money or both. So if you have it out exterior, it all goes in this really big rolling basket. They come, they pick it up and then they drop off the clean and they take the dirty with them three times a week. And that's it. And that way, and then your runner comes in and takes the clean stuff and organizes it so that the cleaners can just come in and grab what they need to go. And but all those linens were you bought from Melanie and then they're just mm-hmm. cleaning it, cycling through, but they keep track of your linen or four sets. Yeah, we have four sets, four right. sets for every bed, basically. And that way you always have a backup. You have one on the bed, you have one at the cleaners and you probably got one dirty. So that's usually how it works. Okay. And then at some point you start to have, uh, they you, you need to still buy more because they'll go out of service. They just get overly stained. Somebody thinks, you know, that's where my lipstick belongs on your sheet. Uh, Jake, what's your question, Ben? Hi, I've been getting texts from Airbnb, the verifi- verification code kind of every day, like last few days. So I guess someone tried to log in my account. Okay. Yeah, that does sound like that. You, you have me checking just to see if I've gotten any, but yeah, <laughs> I have not. Uh, yes, that's what it sounds like. I, I try to like, change it on a pass or something, but normally they just ask my phone number to log in and they send a text. So. Oh, if they're running just a security check and if then they do that every now and again, like every 90 days or so. But if you if they keep doing it, I thought you were saying they were doing it even when you were not trying to log in. If it's yeah, when right. you are trying no, to log I'm not in. Yeah, I, I keep getting texts. I'm, I'm, I didn't try, but I got the text. Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah, I would, I would encourage you to maybe even change the email address uh, that you have associated with the account because it is highly possible uh, a past guest has is trying to log into your account. Oh, uh, okay. I'll, I'll try change the email just in case. Yeah. Because and sometimes I've rotated our Roku accounts because uh, I've had that happen with the with one of the Roku accounts for for the TVs to where they anyway whatever. Okay. They want to. Gotcha. Thank you. Yeah. Zero. What's up, man? Okay. <clears throat> My mom is. Uh, she gets. Uh, like a, a disability check. This is kind of a personal question, but I, I don't know if other people have experienced this. So I'm kind of like uh, the breadwinner in the family. 
And so I'm trying, I was going to add her as a beneficiary to the business account. However, business accounts don't have beneficiaries, um, at least with the credit union that I'm with. So uh, my question is, if I add her as a primary, um, she's like scared that because I add her as a primary, she's uh, like, I guess the, the government, you can say they're going to find out. And I'm like, well, mom, your name's not technically on the business. I'm just adding you to the business account as like a secondary so that if anything happens to me, all my uh, assets won't be held up in um, probate because I do have her on my living trust and um, and um Thank you. But that's what I, but, that's what I need to hear. But so but that's why not just let the trust handle that because it's going to take forever. For example, like if I'm in the middle of a transaction or doing something, and as I'm slowly teaching her the system, she's not going to know what to do because it's going to take the courts forever to sort out to allow her to get to those assets. So I don't want. At least that's my opinion. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm sorry. So is your business bank account not owned by your trust? My, my business bank account is in the name of my corporation. Yes. And then the corporation has shares and those shares are owned by your trust. Yes. Correct. Okay. Then we should be good. Okay. So uh, yeah, from that is my understanding of it, but, um, we are working on having an estate planning person come here to make sure of things exactly like this, but okay. yeah, that is my understanding. If you've got that line, the bank accounts owned by the corp, the corp uh, shares, your shares of the corp specifically are owned by your trust, then you should, and, and I'm assuming the trust has the information that says mom is authorized to do such and such. I, I got you, sir. Let me understand this process so that I can be done with the question. So the bank owns bank account, bank account, right? And then the trust is over the, over what? Over the years of the cover shares of the corporate your shares of the corporation are owned by your trust is what i would assume is going to happen okay and then as long as my mom is over the trust or in the trust as the person who takes over the my affairs and she yes. should be good Correct. And then so she should i have guess a my copy of the trust is the main thing the main thing is you want to make sure that the the bank knows knows that your corporation has a, a the whole trust situation because that's that's the part you want to make sure that the bank knows right because i had this happen with my dad when he passed away he had a just a small trucking company and he had some some monies in there not a lot like five thousand so i haven't been able to get that i'm working on it so i didn't want that to happen again god forbid if something happens to me so i did the living trust put my mom on the living trust and I'm thinking, or at that time, I thought I could just add her to the to the bank account as a beneficiary, but a business bank account is completely different than a personal bank account. And you cannot have a beneficiary for a business account. And so- Yeah, beneficiary on the trust is what it sounds like you have or would have. Correct. Ladies, he knows about duvets and he's got a trust. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Cashflow Diary Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave a rating and a review. If you'd like to keep the conversation going, head over to CashflowDiary.com to sign up for our email list, as well as check out all the links and resources in the show notes. Thank you again. Until next time.